द लॉ स्कूल ऑफ अमेरिका यूरोप The preamble of the European Convention for the Protection of Human Rights and Fundamental Freedoms says the governments of European countries which are like-minded and have a common heritage of political traditions, ideals, freedom and the rule of law. In France and Germany the concepts of rule of law, état de droit and Rechtsstaat respectively, are analogous to the principles of constitutional supremacy and protection of fundamental rights from public authorities, particularly the legislature. France was one of the early pioneers of the ideas of the rule of law. The German interpretation is more rigid but similar to that of France and the United Kingdom. Finland's constitution explicitly requires rule of law by stipulating that the exercise of public powers shall be based on an act. In all public activity, the law shall be strictly observed. Asia. East Asian cultures are influenced by two schools of thought. Confucianism, which advocated good governance as ruled by leaders who are benevolent and virtuous, and legalism, which advocated strict adherence to law. The influence of one school of thought over the other has varied throughout the centuries. One study indicates that throughout East Asia, only South Korea, Singapore, Japan, Taiwan and Hong Kong have societies that are robustly committed to a law-bound state. According to OZRT, a member of the Asian Human Rights Commission, the rule of law in Cambodia, and most of Asia is weak or non-existent. Apart from a number of states and territories, across the continent there is a huge gulf between the rule of law rhetoric and reality. In Thailand, the police force favors the rich and corrupted. In Cambodia, judges are proxies for the ruling political party, that a judge may harbor political prejudice or apply the law unevenly are the smallest worries for an ordinary criminal defendant in Asia. More likely ones are, will the police fabricate the evidence? Will the prosecutor bother to show up? Will the judge fall asleep? Will I be poisoned in prison? Will my case be completed within a decade? In countries such as China and Vietnam, the transition to a market economy has been a major factor in a move toward the rule of law, because the rule of law is important to foreign investors and to economic development. It remains unclear whether the rule of law in countries like China and Vietnam will be limited to commercial matters or will spill into other areas as well. And if so whether that spillover will enhance prospects for related values such as democracy and human rights the rule of law in china has been widely discussed and debated by both legal scholars and politicians in china in thailand a kingdom that has had a constitution since the initial attempt to overthrow the absolute monarchy system in 1932 the rule of law has been more of a principle than actual practice ancient prejudices and political bias have been present in the three branches of government with each of their founding and justice has been processed formally according to the law but in fact more closely aligned with royalist principles that are still advocated in the 21st century in november 2013 thailand faced still further threats to the rule of law when the executive branch rejected a supreme court decision over how to select senators in india the longest constitutional text in the history of the world has governed that country since 1950 Although the Constitution of India may have been intended to provide details that would limit the opportunity for judicial discretion, the more text there is in a constitution the greater opportunity the judiciary may have to exercise judicial review. According to Indian journalist Harish Kare, the rule of law or rather the constitution in danger of being supplanted by the rule of judges. Japan had centuries of tradition prior to World War II, during which there were laws, but they did not provide a central organizing principle for society. and they did not constrain the powers of government 2001 as the 21st century began 
The percentage of people who were lawyers and judges in Japan remained very low relative to Western Europe and the United States, and legislation in Japan tended to be terse and general, leaving much discretion in the hands of bureaucrats. Organizations Various organizations are involved in promoting the rule of law. The Council of Europe the Statute of the Council of Europe characterizes the rule of law as one of the core principles which the establishment of the organization based on. The paragraph 3 of the preamble of the Statute of the Council of Europe states, reaffirming their devotion to the spiritual and moral values which are the common heritage of their peoples and the true source of individual freedom, political liberty and the rule of law, principles which form the basis of all genuine democracy. The statute lays the compliance with the rule of law principles as a condition for the European states to be a full member of the organization. International Commission of Jurists In 1959, an event took place in New Delhi and speaking as the International Commission of Jurists, made a declaration as to the fundamental principle of the rule of law. The event consisted of over 185 judges, lawyers, and law professors from 53 countries. This later became known as the Declaration of Delhi. During the declaration they declared what the rule of law implied. They included certain rights and freedoms, an independent judiciary, and social, economic and cultural conditions conducive to human dignity. The one aspect not included in the Declaration of Delhi, was for rule of law requiring legislative power to be subject to judicial review. United Nations The Secretary-General of the United Nations defines the rule of law as a principle of governance in which all persons, institutions and entities, public and private, including the state itself, are accountable to laws that are publicly promulgated, equally enforced and independently adjudicated, and which are consistent with international human rights norms and standards. It requires, as well, measures to ensure adherence to the principles of supremacy of law, equality before the law, accountability to the law, fairness in the application of the law, separation of powers, participation in decision-making, legal certainty, avoidance of arbitrariness and procedural and legal transparency. The General Assembly has considered rule of law as an agenda item since 1992, with renewed interest since 2006 and has adopted resolutions at its last three sessions. The Security Council has held a number of thematic debates on the rule of law, and adopted resolutions emphasizing the importance of these issues in the context of women, peace and security children in armed conflict, and the protection of civilians in armed conflict. The Peace Building Commission has also regularly addressed rule of law issues with respect to countries on its agenda. The Vienna Declaration and Program of Action also requires the rule of law be included in human rights education. Additionally, the Sustainable Development Goal 16, a component of the 2030 Agenda is aimed at promoting the rule of law at national and international levels. International Bar Association the Council of the International Bar Association passed a resolution in 2009 endorsing a substantive or thick definition of the rule of law. An independent, impartial judiciary, the presumption of innocence, the right to a fair and public trial without undue delay, a rational and proportionate approach to punishment, a strong and independent legal profession, strict protection of confidential communications between lawyer and client, equality of all before the law, these are all fundamental principles of the rule of law. Accordingly, arbitrary arrests, secret trials, indefinite detention without trial, cruel or degrading treatment or punishment, intimidation or corruption in the electoral process, are all unacceptable. The rule of law is the foundation of a civilized society. It establishes a transparent process accessible and equal to all. 
It ensures adherence to principles that both liberate and protect. The EBA calls upon all countries to respect these fundamental principles. It also calls upon its members to speak out in support of the rule of law within their respective communities. World Justice Project As used by the World Justice Project, a non-profit organization committed to advancing the rule of law around the world, the rule of law refers to a rules-based system in which the following four universal principles are upheld. 1. The government and its officials and agents are accountable under the law. 2. The laws are clear, publicized, stable, fair, and protect fundamental rights, including the security of persons and property. 3. The process by which the laws are enacted, administered, and enforced is accessible, fair, and efficient. 4. Access to justice is provided by competent, independent, and ethical adjudicators, attorneys or representatives, and judicial officers who are of sufficient number, have adequate resources, and reflect the makeup of the communities they serve. The World Justice Project has developed an index to measure the extent to which countries adhere to the rule of law in practice. The WJP Rule of Law Index is composed of nine factors and 52 sub-factors, and covers a variety of dimensions of the rule of law, such as whether government officials are accountable under the law, and whether legal institutions protect fundamental rights and allow ordinary people access to justice. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. International Development Law Organization The International Development Law Organization, IDLO, is an intergovernmental organization with a joint focus on the promotion of rule of law and development. It works to empower people and communities to claim their rights, and provides governments with the know-how to realize them. It supports emerging economies and middle-income countries to strengthen their legal capacity and rule of law framework for sustainable development and economic opportunity. It is the only intergovernmental organization with an exclusive mandate to promote the rule of law and has experience working in more than 170 countries around the world. The International Development Law Organization has a holistic definition of the rule of law. More than a matter of due process, the rule of law is an enabler of justice and development. The three notions are interdependent, when realized, they are mutually reinforcing. For idle O, as much as a question of laws and procedure, the rule of law is a culture and daily practice. It is inseparable from equality, from access to justice and education, from access to health and the protection of the most vulnerable. It is crucial for the viability of communities and nations, and for the environment that sustains them. Idolo is headquartered in Rome and has a branch office in The Hague and has permanent observer status at the United Nations General Assembly in New York City. International Network to Promote the Rule of Law the International Network to Promote the Rule of Law, INPL, is a network of over 3,000 law practitioners from 120 countries and 300 organizations working on rule of law issues in post-conflict and developing countries from a policy, practice and research perspective. INPL is based at the U.S. Institute of Peace, USIP, in partnership with the U.S. Department of State Bureau of International Narcotics and Law Enforcement, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, OSCE. Strategic Police Matters Unit, the Center of Excellence for Police Stability Unit, and William and Mary School of Law in the United States. Its affiliate organizations include the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, Folk Bernadotte Academy, International Bar Association, International Association of Chiefs of Police, International Association of Women Police, 
International Corrections, and Prisons Association, International Association for Court Administration, International Security Sector Advisory Team at the Geneva Center for the Democratic Control of Armed Forces, Worldwide Association of Women Forensic Experts, WAF, and International Institute for Law and Human Rights. INPRO provides an online forum for the exchange of information about best practices. Members may post questions and expect a response from their fellow rule of law practitioners worldwide on their experiences in addressing rule of law issues. In relation to economics, one important aspect of the rule of law initiatives is the study and analysis of the rule of law's impact on economic development. The rule of law movement cannot be fully successful in transitional and developing countries without an answer to the question, does the rule of law matter to economic development or not? Constitutional economics is the study of the compatibility of economic and financial decisions within existing constitutional law frameworks, and such a framework includes government spending on the judiciary, which, in many transitional and developing countries, is completely controlled by the executive. It is useful to distinguish between the two methods of corruption of the judiciary, corruption by the executive branch, in contrast to corruption by private actors. The standards of constitutional economics can be used during annual budget process, and if that budget planning is transparent then the rule of law may benefit. The availability of an effective court system, to be used by the civil society in situations of unfair government spending and executive impoundment of previously authorized appropriations, is a key element for the success of the rule of law endeavor. The rule of law is especially important as an influence on the economic development in developing and transitional countries. To date, the term rule of law has been used primarily in the English-speaking countries, and it is not yet fully clarified even with regard to such well-established democracies as, for instance, Sweden, Denmark, France, Germany, or Japan. A common language between lawyers of common law and civil law countries as well as between legal communities of developed and developing countries is critically important for research of links between the rule of law and real economy. The rule of law primarily connotes protection of property rights. The economist Hefe Hayek analyzed how the rule of law might be beneficial to the free market. Hayek proposed that under the rule of law, individuals would be able to make wise investments and future plans with some confidence in a successful return on investment when he stated, under the rule of law the government is prevented from stultifying individual efforts by ad hoc action. Within the known rules of the game the individual is free to pursue his personal ends and desires, certain that the powers of government will not be used deliberately to frustrate his efforts. Studies have shown that weak rule of law, for example, discretionary regulatory enforcement, discourages investment. Economists have found, for example, that a rise in discretionary regulatory enforcement caused U.S. firms to abandon international investments. In relation to culture, the Treaty on the Protection of Artistic and Scientific Institutions and Historic Monuments or RERIC Pact is an inter-American treaty. The most important idea of the RERIC Pact is the legal recognition that the defense of cultural objects is more important than the use or destruction of that culture for military purposes, and the protection of culture always has precedence over any military necessity. The RERIC Pact signed on April 15, 1935, by the representatives of 21 American states in the Oval Office of the White House, Washington, D.C. It was the first international treaty signed in the Oval Office. The Hague Convention for the Protection of Cultural Property in the Event of Armed Conflict is the first international treaty that focuses on the protection of cultural property in armed conflict. It was signed at The Hague, Netherlands on May 14, 1954 and entered into force on August 7, 1956. As of June 2017, 
it has been ratified by 128 states. The rule of law can be hampered when there is a disconnect between legal and popular consensus. An example is intellectual property. Under the auspices of the World Intellectual Property Organization, nominally strong copyright laws have been implemented throughout most of the world, but because the attitude of much of the population does not conform to these laws, a rebellion against ownership rights has manifested in rampant piracy, including an increase in peer-to-peer -peer file sharing. Similarly, in Russia, tax evasion is common and a person who admits he does not pay taxes is not judged or criticized by his colleagues and friends because the tax system is viewed as unreasonable. Bribery likewise has different normative implications across cultures. In relation to education. Education has an important role in promoting the rule of law, role, and a culture of lawfulness. In essence, it provides an important protective function by strengthening learners' abilities to face and overcome difficult life situations. Young people can be important contributors to a culture of lawfulness, and governments can provide educational support that nurtures positive values and attitudes in future generations. Through education, learners are expected to acquire and develop the cognitive, socio-emotional and behavioral experiences and skills they need to develop into constructive and responsible contributors to society. Education also plays a key role in transmitting and sustaining socio-cultural norms and ensuring their continued evolution. Through formal education, children and youth are socialized to adopt certain values, behaviors, attitudes and roles that form their personal and social identity and guide them in their daily choices. As they develop, children and youth also develop the capacity to reflect critically on norms, and to shape new norms that reflect contemporary conditions. As such, education for justice promotes and upholds the principle of the role by encouraging learners to value, and apply the principles of the role in their daily lives, and equipping learners with the appropriate knowledge, values, attitudes, and behaviors they need to contribute to its continued improvement and regeneration in society more broadly. This can be reflected, for instance, in the way learners demand greater transparency in, or accountability of, public institutions, as well as through the everyday decisions that learners take as ethically responsible and engaged citizens family members, workers, employers, friends, and consumers etc. Global Citizenship Education, GCE, is built on a lifelong learning perspective. It is not only for children and youth but also for adults. It can be delivered in formal, non-formal and informal settings. For this reason, GCE is part and parcel of the Sustainable Development Goal 4 on Education. A competency framework based on a vision of learning covers three domains to create a well-rounded learning experience, cognitive, socio-emotional and behavioral. Educational policies and programs can support the personal and societal transformations that are needed to promote and uphold the role by ensuring the development and acquisition of key knowledge, values, attitudes, and behaviors. Addressing the real learning needs and dilemmas of young people. Supporting positive behaviors. Ensuring the principles of the role are applied by all learning institutions and in all learning environments. The Law School of America. This has been a Creative Commons licensed podcast. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America. Mm -hmm.